from Los Angeles back in the 1970s to St. Louis back in the late 1990s, early 2000s. And then back to Los Angeles in the late 2010s to the 2020s. From the fearsome foursome to the greatest show on turf to just simply the LA Rams. Super Bowl 34, Super Bowl 56. Ram fans across the nation, Ram fans across the world, the playmaker Daniel Silence here, and you have turned into Ramley Talk. Horns up, Rams house, let's go. Time to talk Rams football. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's edition of Ramley Talk! On the Playmaker Watch Quiz Network, I am the host, Dr. Playmaker Silence. Yep, it is Thursday, it's November 3rd, and we gotta talk around football. And for the fourth, Second season, the Los Angeles Rams have been swept by the San Francisco 49ers. For the fourth consecutive regular season, the Los Angeles Rams have been swept by the San Francisco 49ers. We get beat 31 to 14 in our own building. Without Debo Samuel playing. Christian McCaffrey showed you why I hated this damn trade for the 49ers in one damn game. Because, those of you who thought I was tripping, because I went to the but you let him go to San Francisco. He could have went anywhere. He could anywhere but the NFC West. But he went to the NFC West and he went to the team in Northern California. And we got to fill the raft of Cal Shanahan with a new play toy. McCaffrey throws a touchdown. McCaffrey catches a touchdown. And McCaffrey runs in a touchdown. He threw a touchdown, caught a touchdown, and ran a touchdown. The first time one player has done the, tri the triple play since 2005, since by Damian Thomason for the once upon a time San Diego Superchargers. I believe it was against the Oakland Raiders at the time. But hey, it was the Kiss McCaffrey show in LA, part two. 
how it goes. Yeah. They don't have Debo saying we get Debo by Christian McCaffrey. Jimmy Garoppolo, 20 for 25, 235 passing, two touchdowns. Kiss McCaffrey ran the ball 18 times for 94 yards and a touchdown. Deep. Brandon Ayut led the receiving court with six catches, 81 yards, and a touchdown pass from Christian McCaffrey. Also, Christian McCaffrey had eight catches for 55 yards on a touchdown. And Garoppolo threw a touchdown to Christian McCaffrey, and he threw a touchdown to George Kittle. The last touchdown being George Kittle in the fourth quarter when Kittle only had three catches for a play. It was the Christian McCaffrey show. It was literally the Christian McCaffrey show. And it was sickening watch, but for the Rams. 22 for 33 for Matthew Stafford, 187, one touchdown. The Rams combined for 21 carries for 56 yards on the touchdown. That one touchdown being Matthew Stafford on the quarterback sneaks. Uh, Derrick Henderson ain't done nothing. Four, four versus for 16, for 16 yards. Really. Right receiver, Cooper Cup, eight catches, 79 yards on the touchdown. Allen Robinson, five catches, 54 yards. And that was about it. The Rams defense did get three sets, two by Leonard Floyd, one by Grant Gaines. No turnovers on either side. Like, we had, we gave up no sacks, I recall, to the 49ers. And come on, the best D lineman in the league. Didn't get a, got, no, they got two sacks. They one one by Nick Bosa. And the other one was, let me see. Okay, Nick Bosa had one and a half sacks, the other one came for one. So, we got to give him a couple of sacks. No turnovers. And we still got our ass for 31 to 14. 31 to 14 without a turnover. And the offensive line doing a pretty decent job of protecting Matthew Stafford. Now, I have to be frank and honest with my people here. It is fair as day. That the Los Angeles Rams are afraid of the San Francisco 49ers. It was evident Sunday. Because when you go up 14 to 10 in halftime, you can tell. That includes Sean McVay that they was waiting for the avalanche. They, they were waiting for the bottom to drop. They were waiting for the San Francisco 49ers to drop the bottom underneath the rim and watch the rims crumble. And that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. Raheem Morris keep playing this soft ass coverage. And it's soft as hell. That's why I call it soft ass, because it's soft as hell. And you just let Jimmy Garoppolo pick, pick that stupid ass on the park. Methodically drive down the field. Oh, and then Chris McCaffrey and that soft ass on. Oh, you know what? The play is broken down. Jimmy has no thought. I'm just going to run to the end zone. Jimmy throws it up. McCaffrey catch comes down with it. Without a, without a ram in sight to hit him for a touchdown. From that point forward, the Rams were done. They had no interest in the world or trying to win this game. They didn't. 
Because we went from 17, because that's the only touchdown in the third quarter was the Chris McCaffrey receiving touchdown. We were leading 14 to 10, and then Chris McCaffrey happened in the passing game. And the Rams were done. So in the San Francisco the lead, they were done. They didn't, they didn't care no more. You can tell. They was like, we can't, we can't, we can't beat this team in the race. We just can't beat them. Whatever, whatever muscle that y'all had to get to that Super Bowl, we're not seeing, we're not seeing it in the regular season. Why? What is the point of sitting here looking forward to this rivalry when we already know the outcome because Sean McVay, Raheem Morris, Matthew Stafford, the running game, the soft-ass covers on defense. We all know what's going to happen when you play the 49ers. You're going to get pushed around bully, and you're just going to wait for them to just put you out of your misery. Let us speak facts here. Y'all was waiting for 49ers to put you out of your misery when you had to leave. And soon as Christmas Catholic caught that touchdown, that's when y'all was like, yep, we're done. We're not, we're not, we're not winning. Because there's no way in the world they should have outscored us 21 nothing in the second half. 21 to nothing in the second half. And Chris McCaffrey started it off with the first two. A catch and a running. And then George Kittle finished it off. This don't make no sense. Like how terrible we look against the 49ers. For four consecutive years, Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan is owning your ass. And you have not once in the regular season found a way to get past this damn defense. Somehow someone you did an NFC championship game. Why did they translate over to the regular season? Now when we went to Santa Clara Monday night football, we were beating up. We got a beating up off the line and all that good stuff. And San Fran did what he do when he goes like that. They dominate our ass when they start the game. When it came to LA, quick passing game, screens, little running here and there, even though you didn't get much in the running game. But it worked. It gave us a 7 0 lead. San Fran tied with a trick play from Christian McCaffrey passing to Brandon Ayu for a touchdown. We came back and we, we came back and got another touchdown. You know, a Matthew Stafford sneak ahead touchdown. And you just, you just like, okay, 14-7, San Francisco field goal. We're going to halftime 14-10. Okay, we feel pretty good about where we at right now. We up, we up four. We have the lead, and we, we got something going on. But then y'all revert back to what y'all did last year in week 18 against the 49ers. We could knock their ass out the damn playoffs. They even allowed them getting the playoffs. We left them down like saying, like, we was going to have business. And now we just this time, this game didn't have no chance of going the whole time. They just whooped our ass in our own building yet again. For so whatever reason, San Fran can lose 20 games in a row. But once the Rams pop up on that schedule, they know they're getting the dub. They're going to be back in our window ways. Gentlemen, the Rams are coming. We have a dub coming our way too. This is what San Francisco is thinking. Because yet again, they lost the game before this week. See, when we went to St. Clair, they lost the game. That was against the Chiefs. They lost to the Chiefs. And uh, they knew we was coming to town, and they felt good. They felt real good, and they whooped our ass on Monday Night Football. This past week, they were coming on a two-game losing streak, by the way. No, my fact. 
Batista was this past two shows the street. I forgot who they lost to with four Monday night. But they went to Atlanta and got their ass smoked by the Falcons. And then they came home and got their ass smoked by the Kansas City Chiefs. And then they come to LA and it's like, hey, you're playing around. We got a win coming. Because in the second half, it showed. It showed who won this game in the second half. Even though the Rams had to lose. Even though the Rams had to leave, San Fran knew they won the game. They knew they won. They knew. And it, it, it was just the boy sickening to sit here and say this stuff. But y'all know, I'm, I'm going to tell you how I see it. Rams are afraid of the 49ers. For whatever reason, I don't understand, but they are afraid of the 49ers. It's like the 49ers is their boogeyman and they don't know how to get past it. One out of nine games. One out of nine. You know that one was very smart. He could have brought on the Super Bowl. But the other eight is just, why even bother right now? Why even bother? Hey. That was last week. We're going to take a break. And then when I come back, is there a path for the Rams to still defend their plan? Is there a path for the Rams to still defend their plan? The Playmakers Bar is proudly to announce that it lettered a partnership deal with Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. Stream live sports from any device that you have, whether it's your computer, laptop, or even your cellular device. Catch breaking news live when it happens and enjoy a mountain of entertainment from movies to shows to whatever you love doing. Paramount Plus. Plan starts at $4.99 a month, but right now, you can get a free trial. Just hit that link below with the Playmakers blog and start your free trial right now. Paramount Plus, Mountains of the Entertainment. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Ramley Talk. Before I get into Sunday's game on the road in South Florida, is there a path for the Rams to make? Now, those of you who are going to be doing like, of course, I'm about to be playing. Yeah, thing is, let me see if they can have anything on Sunday. Check out if I know that. Here's what I mean. So, when you look at the NFC, you look at the NFC, skip the division. Correct. Philly is number one as the long unbeaten team. Right behind them is the Minnesota Vikings. Number three and four are both from the NFC West. You know that would fluck a whoever won the NFC, the NFC South, I mean the NFC East. You have the Cowboys at 62, the Giants at 62. Leading the NFC South is the Atlanta Packers at 44. Leading the NFC West is the Seattle Seahawks. Our division is being led by the Seattle Seahawks. We don't have Wilson, who doesn't have a star, DK Metcalf is not a superstar. Tyler Lockett is not a superstar. They have stars, but they're not superstars. When you think of Seattle, you think of Warning and you think of Pete Carroll. You think of Wes Williams, who's no longer Davis and Denver. But they lead in the NFC West at 5 and 3. San Fran's now 4 and 4, sweeping us. 
and they have tiebreakers over us. We can't do nothing with tie with them. The Washington Commanders are four and four. And then there we are at three and three. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight teams ahead of us. And seven teams going to get in. Right now, you're looking at Philly leading the East, Minnesota leading the North, Seattle leading the West, and Atlanta leading the South. Those are your division winners right there, as of right now. With the Giants and the San Francisco 49ers. Andy Washington. No, with the Cowboys, the Giants, and the San Francisco 49ers being the 5 through 7 slots. And right behind us is the two Hall of Fame goats of Tom Brady and the Bucks and Aaron Rodgers and the damn Packers. By the way, we still have another meeting at Cardinals. We were right behind them, and then we, had, we do see the Saints in Chicago. So you have the Bucks, the Packers, the Cardinals, the Saints, and the Bears all sitting at 3 and 5. Look, this is not looking well right now. But for those of you who want to stay on, hey, we do you I didn't say we have a problem. I did. I said, do you? I put a question. And I knew you would be. And I knew you. Some of you get with me. You know, jump to it. Jump on it. Go crazy. I didn't have to answer the question for you to lose your mind. Of course, there's a path. Somehow, somewhere, there's still a path. Surprisingly, there's still a path. And that's because. We go to South Florida this weekend against Tom Brady. But who we have beaten. Every time he been, every time he since he's been a buck, we have whooped that ass of Tom Brady in the Buccaneers. The following week, we're home to the Arizona Cardinals for round two. This time they do have D Hawk back this going around. They do have Robbie Anderson, so uh, we're gonna see what Homie Moy do his defensive game plan against this team. Then week 11, we head to the Superdome of New Orleans, Louisiana, which we haven't been there since that NFC Championship game back in 1819. And after that, we go to Kansas City. Uh, good luck to us on that one. Then we're home for our first meeting in week 14 against the Seattle Seahawks, who lead our division. Then after that, week 14, Thursday night, the Vegas Raiders come crawling into town, who are a big disappointment to a lot of people right about now. And after that, we go to Lambeau Field for Monday Night Football in December. We'll see if we can overcome those demons in that, in that stadium against that quarterback in that team. This time without the right together, they look terrible. Christmas Day! Well, so Broncos come rolling into town for Christmas. Then we get the Battle of LA in Week 17 with the LA Chargers with injuries. And then we finish the season at the Pacific Northwest against the San Seahawks. As of right now, the way things look, I think we can sweep Arizona. So that's I think we split with Seattle. That's two. I think we can beat Temple, which is three. We can beat Vase, that's four. We can beat Denver, that's five. 
we can beat the Chargers at six. So right now, that's what? Nine and four right now. And that's 13 games. Actually, nine and five. Split with the Seahawks, so that's nine and five. And I'm leaving, and I'm leaving the three major road games at the Saints, at the Chiefs, and at the Packers. We losing to the Chiefs, unless Raheem Morris start playing that soft ass coverage and grow some freaking balls and play some real damn defense. That's an F. So that's nine and six. That leaves at the Saints week 11 and at the Packers week 10 on Monday night. That's, that's, a, that's a tough one. That's a tough one right there because the Saints defense is still the same defense. Andy Dalton might be the quarterback going forward because we haven't seen him since he was 30 going into week. Nine, and we already know what kind of problems we have going to Lambeau Field in December and prime time action. So if the Rams can make it out of here, eleven and five, ten and six, there's a chance to get in the playoffs. There's a chance. There's a chance. But you talking, you have to win one, two, three, yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six. You have 10 games left. You have three and four. In the West of the way, you have to go at least, at bare minimum, eight and two. If they go more than eight, if they go less than eight and two, seven and three ain't gonna play. That would be 10 and seven. No, I take that back. Seven, seven wins might cut it. Seven wins might cut it. If you go in seven of the last ten, you might have a chance to get in the playoffs. If we can go at least ten, ten and seven. Anywhere from twelve and five to ten and seven, we have a chance to make the playoffs. That was a big hit. That was a huge deal. You talk at Temple, at Saints. At Chiefs, at Packers, two dates with the two dates with the Seahawks, a date with the LA Chargers, who are considered the home team. I don't know why, but nothing to hear there. And then you talking about the Raiders and then the second matchup with the Chiefs, and the second matchup with the Cardinals. Denver, we should be Denver is terrible. We lose to Denver on Christmas. Something is wrong. Something is seriously wrong. Especially after the fact they tricked the. That's the past person in Bradley Chubb to the Miami Dolphins. It is trading pieces away left and right. Mm -hmm. we should, yeah, we should, we should, we should have a building for this. It is Now that I got that out of the way, now I have to do more due diligence. And pretty good week ahead. Raymond James Stadium, Tampa, Florida. 425 CBS game, so I'm pretty sure. Sounds like Jim Nance and Tony Romo will be on the call for this game. Los Angeles Rams at the Timber Bay Buccaneers. Rams 10 3 and 4, Timber Bay 3 and 5. The 
brands I've owned the Tampa Bay Buccaneers since Tom Brady has became a Buccaneer, including last season when we went down to that very same stadium back in January, and Matthew Stafford took the soul of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as he hit Cooper Cup deep down the field for a 40-yard bomb that set up a game with the field. Speaking of which, most likely we won't be having Cooper Cup. They kept Cooper Cup in after we already got our ass for about the Great job, Sean McVay. Our best players are injured with an ankle injury because your ass didn't want to take him out. After you let 49ers and Couch in here whoop your ass again. Thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you, Sean McVay. Freaking genius. But right now he's listening to this question In the tournament that they are already beaten up. Mike Evans question mark, Ludio Jones question mark, Russell Gage question mark, Kevin Bray question mark, Antoine Wayfield Jr. question mark. Brandon Johnson did play, didn't Brandon Allen played, helped Francis to build to the offensive line. They say they ain't willing out the chance of Cam Bray to return to the round. Cam Bray don't want to be around. Cameron don't want to be around. Cameron just wants half the time. He don't even want to be in the facility. He don't want to be nowhere near the team. Just like a Florida State Seminole. I'm going to shut up on that because Jalen Ramsey is a Florida State Seminole. He Jalen Ramsey loves being there. So what we have here is the quarterback matchup. Matthew Stafford, 182 for 255 passing. He has thrown for 1,763 yards, seven touchdowns, seven. Eight interceptions. Here go Tom Brady. Completed 224 passes out of 340. That's thrown for 2,267 yards. Nine touchdowns in one pick. It's amazing to read that. And the Buccaneers are 35. Leonard Fournette, 112 carries, 386 touchdowns. Derrick Henderson Jr., 50 carries, 197 two touchdowns. Double cup. 64 catches, 686, 5 touchdowns. Mike Evans, 39 catches, 577, 3 touchdowns. Aaron Donald gets one more crack at Tom Brady. Jenny Ramsey gets to redeem himself because the last time they met, Mike Evans burnt him for a touchdown in the playoff game. That is the reason why Mike Stafford had to do it and Cup Cook had to do what he did in that final drive. So. The Bucks are three home or three point home favorite with this on. For a home team to get three points at home. But ESPN analyst says 69.9% fucking years. So you tell me that the Rams have less than a 33 chance to beat Tampa Bay, which they have home Tampa Bay since Tom Brady became the quarterback for the Tampa Bay Bucking here. But the Rams only have a less than 30% chance to win this game. Maybe Tampa Bay is us, like San Fran, like we are the San Francisco. Maybe Tampa Bay is our automatic W. You ever thought about that? San Francisco Tom Brady is up in New England. We can whip the Tom Brady's ass. We did it on the Monday Night Football with Jared Goff. Whenever I thought Jared Goff was going to be in the why they get destroyed. Because we talking about Tom Brady. It's Tampa Bay offense and going on with his Tampa Bay defense. And he outdoored Tom Brady in Tom Brady Stadium. Then when it came to us in the Battle of Unbeatens, we won that game too. And that was the first game we were not to stop with that game. 
with those figures to get to free. And then we have the playoff game where we beat Tom Brady. But we have all beat Tom Brady so far. This is where we do it again. You know? Just a thought. Just a tiny bit of a thought there. Yeah. So with that being said, they have to win this game. There's no defense, but they need to start winning the game right here and right now. Okay. The road to the playoffs begins here and now in week nine. Week nine of the NFL, our road to the playoffs begins now. There's no long like that here and there's no being pushed around. Sean McVay, get on, get on your ass, get off your ass, get your together, and let's get the road. We have beaten Tom Brady up since we came with Buccaneer. I expect us to continue with despite what the numbers say. I don't give a crap. Because the road to the playoffs and the road to defending the Civil War Championship begins here in Tampa Bay, Florida, Sunday, 425 CBS. And I expect a W. I would not take a hostile if you lose. You are losing against it. You're not going against it. You might not go back to New Orleans and win that one, especially this half. This one was the last time we did that though. Now we know that they was got the exercise against Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers at Lambeau Field. So you better win the game that you support the this this Because you have a own time for you. And it's a big book here. Okay? I expect goodness Sunday. Nothing more. Nothing less. Get the damn job done with everything you got. And that's all I have for you. Until next week, the playmaker signing out for Murray. Thank you for listening to your new episode of Ramley Talk. And if you enjoyed the episode, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and whatever else that you listen to Ramley Talk on. And for those of you who are iTunes and Apple Podcasts lovers, Leave us a rate and review on those, and we'll gladly know how we're doing. Until next time, Donald the Pegamaker signing off. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 
91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.